what is going on guys welcome back to let it grow investing i am jeff and thank you for tuning in here uh, for what's going to be episode number 83 on the show here uh, so i am doing a little bit of traveling i am in indianapolis this weekend for the the 106th running of the indy 500 it's a great time great race and uh, you know, quite a, a eye-opening experience here at the uh, at the track, and checking out the the carb day and every all the practice and all that was uh, was pretty neat. And then getting to see them run and ultimately uh, see the the Swede Ericsson uh, pull off the victory for the for that 106 running. So it was a, definitely a good time. And uh, this one's getting out a little bit later than anticipated due to that. But um, that being said, we can go ahead and go on into the show as to what's going on out there and um yeah we've definitely had a a green week after about seven or eight rough red weeks we had some consumer uh confidence numbers coming in stronger and uh kind of outlying what uh we really saw from walmart and target as to their you know drop in sales and inventory problems we saw some other companies dollar tree dollar general come out with better results ultimately go 20 30 percent higher on some of that news and then the whole market kind of rallied around that news as well you know it does look like a good thing that the that the consumer is stronger but uh, at the same time, the Fed is really trying to stop that. They're really trying to get these uh, the housing numbers down, the consumer spending down to slow this inflation number and to get that level back to a neutral zone and kind of get a footing under this market. So while it is green, it is still a bear market out there. Uh, don't don't get too caught up that you're going to miss out uh, slowly, you know, average your way into this market. I just don't want to see anyone dumping a lot of money thinking hey the market's turning you still got to remember that we are, are we are in bear market territory and things can you know quickly turn back around but uh that being said we did have uh really nice uh gains on the week we did see some some of those smaller companies you know uh DraftKings, SoFi, Matterport, ChargePoint all head up you know 10 12 15 percent higher even just a, on Friday alone we even saw, you know, Microsoft shoot back up uh, about, you know, five percent, seven percent on the week, and they ultimately was trading down to that S and P five hundred trend line, and then when it got down to that trend line, it just pops back up. So people want to get into these bigger names. Uh, it's definitely something that I'm seeing when when the market is going down, those big names are going to kind of catapult higher. Uh, so I'm definitely watching those, but uh, you know, ultimately. We're trying to get a handle on what we're doing from here. So I'm, I'm being really picky about where I'm putting money. I haven't put too much money in recently, but uh, I will be averaging into this market to take more advantage of this downturn. And uh, like I said, just be smart out there and try to pick the ones that uh, you really have that high conviction in that you really want to be in long term. Uh, you know, we, we've seen some of the travel stocks and, and being on planes and in an Airbnb I've, I've definitely seen, uh, you know, a lot of people in this town for this one weekend race and, uh, you know, to the amount of about 350,000 uh, spectators in the stands and, you know, just the amount of uh, people here has been insane. But, uh, you know, the uh, Baltimore airport was busy. Indy was certainly busy. So it's definitely good to see people getting back out there. But, you know, with uh, all that, you know, we have seen the airlines saying how confident they are. 
how uh, demand is through the roof and they're kind of, you know, able to raise the prices. Even with uh, those rising fuel costs, they are uh, currently, you know, passing those those prices on to the consumers for, you know, the, the fact that they haven't been able to travel. So I don't know if we've got a, a summer run in uh, in airlines and travel stocks. And if this is a trade, which is kind of what I'm thinking is, uh, you know, these these companies are going to be a trade or if it's going to be sustainable and going to carry on into the fall and winter months when it's typically a little bit slower. Um, so those ones, I definitely want to be mindful that, yes, they are giving uh, great guidance. But uh, at the same time, you want to understand that uh, that could lose some of its uh, staying power if the uh, the Fed really puts the brakes on it and uh, the consumer doesn't want to spend that money to go out and do all these uh, these travel related items. So we're, we're definitely watching that. We're, we're definitely taking a look at uh, where this market is headed. And while I am bullish, uh, I do want to be cautious of the fact that uh, we have been in this bear market territory and ultimately don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. You know, that being said, I still will buy these high conviction names. Uh, I still will, you know, add to my crypto plays as uh, crypto has traded down below or uh, the, the results from crypto this past week have been lower than that of the S&P and certainly of the NASDAQ as they've had about uh, the NASDAQs uh, about 6% up on the week. And if you include last Friday's intraday moves, we're probably about 9% higher. So certainly a good pop there. And then we saw, you know, conversely, Bitcoin go down to like 27,000. Uh, I think we saw Ethereum down into the 1700s. Uh, now we're popping back up. So that's definitely good to see. But uh, you got to understand that you know, so these these can quickly rotate back the other way, especially with the sentiment out there about what people are doing and where money's going. Ultimately, with the dollar getting weaker and now kind of a little bit stronger, we're we're trying to see what that safety play is. So you don't want to be uh, too wrapped up into one or the other. You want to have some of that cash on the side to ultimately make some of these plays. But uh, as I said, I will continue to buy up the, the big players in crypto being uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and I will still look to get uh, some money into this market as it is at a low. When we look at the, uh, the S&P over the last year, uh, you know, we had seen it up to about 4,800, dropped down to about uh, 3,900 even earlier this week. And uh, now, you know, we're sitting around that 4,100 level. I definitely like where, you know, that, that positive gains we've had, but uh, we could certainly retest that 3,900 level or even go down to, you know, eh, 35, 3,600 and retest some of those lows as well. So we just don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves and be buying as things are running up and, uh, you know, then ultimately have that falling knife and uh, head back down to that 3,500, 3,900 level. Uh, so just be mindful, understand that there's a lot of different factors going on and that we probably are not out of the woods yet. Uh, as I said last time, we are going to wait for those next earnings reports to really know if uh, the consumer is stronger or if these companies really are going to take a hit on some uh, some slower consumer spending and uh, ultimately where we want to be. You know, this still the, the healthcare utilities, energy is still a, a great play. And uh, if you're more long term, you can certainly look at the tech plays 
and uh, some of the different growth stocks that we've been talking about and uh, ultimately try to get uh, these companies at a discount, which is what I'll continually try to do by building out uh, these, these different positions and uh, certainly have some dividend income coming in at the same time. So that's what I've got right now on that. I'm still uh, looking at uh, what's going on out there. I would like to talk to you guys about some different companies that I've seen out here and uh, ultimately um, what we could possibly invest in for the uh, the next week on the 2022 investing challenge. So stick around. I will be right back and we'll get that covered here shortly. All right, guys, we are back. So um, before we get started, I just want to say, uh, as always, thank you guys for tuning in and checking out the show. And uh, if you could go ahead and please like, subscribe and share. Uh, and also join up on the Let It Grow Investing page on Facebook. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that. If you can invite uh, some other like-minded investors over to the page, that would be awesome as well. And uh, with that being said, let's uh, go ahead and get back into it. So uh, this week we've got uh, you know a shorter trading week with uh, the Memorial Day holiday. So happy Memorial Day uh, out there. And uh, also, we've got uh, some different numbers coming out this week on housing starts and uh, some uh, employment numbers. Ultimately, you know, we had a, a pretty hot number last month on that uh, employment uh, report. We had about 428,000 jobs added, I believe it was, uh, in the month. And now uh, we're expecting about 325,000. So we will see if that, uh, that number comes in hot uh, or, you know, if we actually have, uh, that little bit of a slowdown, like they are anticipating. And, uh, ultimately we will see where that goes. Uh, we are looking to, you know, ultimately kind of slow down this economy. So a lot of different companies have, uh, already reported some layoffs or, uh, you know, where they plan to hire more, they are remaining flat. We've seen that, uh, in some different companies, Coinbase, Robinhood, uh, those two are top of come top of my mind right now, but uh, I know there's been some other ones that are looking to do the same thing. We've actually had some of these inventories on some chips uh, kind of creep up, but uh, we've also seen inventory in some different items uh, becoming available and not selling. You know, it's similar to what we were talking about at Walmart, and uh, ultimately some different things going on sale. So we are kind of reaching that point where. Uh, you know, we've, we've kind of got that, that inflection point of now we've got, uh, excess inventory and maybe not enough buyers. So if, uh, if we do have the layoffs and some job cuts, I do think that the economy is going to slow, uh, definitely more so, uh, on the, on the faster side than what we've been seeing. And, uh, ultimately that does kind of make me worried about, uh, these travel numbers. Like I said, you know, they're, they're hot right now, but, uh, if we get some of these layoffs, the recession kind of speeds up. We will certainly see these numbers uh, slow down on, you know, the travel and the, all the discretionary spending. So certainly uh, pay attention to those numbers. I think those are uh, going to be coming out. Uh, what are they? House prices, uh, purchasing index is going to be on Tuesday. The mortgage application numbers are coming in on Wednesday. And we're going to see some different numbers on uh, employment on Thursday from ADP. So we will see all those numbers going on this week and uh, ultimately try to uh, take all that into account when you're looking to really build a, uh, a long-term portfolio. If you're looking to trade, you can certainly trade off of some of these numbers 
uh, like I said, the the travel and some of those that discretionary spending might uh, be reaching uh, kind of that uh, that break point where we could start, you know, trending lower. So I just want to uh, really take uh, take account for that. Uh, out of China, we have seen some of the uh, lockdowns be lifted. We've seen, uh, you know, some of the companies uh, faring a little bit better off of some of the news out of uh, companies like Alibaba that are looking to, you know, play a little bit nicer with the U.S. government and ultimately, you know, put a little bit more of their uh, financial reports and all out there and make sure that their accounting is um in compliance with what uh, the New York Stock Exchange is looking to see. So ultimately, those companies have been trending higher. And, uh, you know, the, a lot of people have been doing some some heavy buying in companies like Alibaba and uh, Salesforce. That one's been doing well. Baidu has been doing well. We've seen uh, like uh, Mercado Libre has been trading down. But uh, I think that Latin America sector has a, a lot of room to growth. And, uh, you know, just some different companies around the world that have uh, have been trending higher. So, um, you know, the, the world economy is uh, certainly taking note as to what's going on as well. But uh, that being said, you know, we are doing that uh, investing challenge where we're putting in $200 a week into an account on Webull. Uh, that ca- account is currently down about 11%. I think, you know, we probably got down to about 18, 19% down. And, uh, you know, this past week has really helped us get back up to that, uh, that neutral starting point that we, uh, that we were at. And, uh, hopefully we, we start to see some of these numbers come back up. So we had, uh, some five names as we normally do on the, uh, the investing challenge this week. And, uh, we had companies, Netflix, Activision, Blizzard, Albemarle, Target, and then, uh, crypto Ethereum. And, uh, I will be buying Ethereum today on that, uh, the Webull portfolio where you can do fractional shares, making it really easy to put that $200 into any stock at, uh, uh, any time the market's open, but, uh, Ethereum will be open all the time. So I'll be able to buy that one today. And uh, yeah, then going forward uh, for week 23 on the investing challenge, hard to believe it's already week 23. Uh, I was looking at some different uh, Indianapolis based companies or one that uh, just has a pretty big office down here that I've have, uh, been seeing the, the business or seeing the uh, on the skyline here in Indy uh, over the past couple of days. So these companies are going to be uh, Cummins, which is CMI. Simon Property Group, which is uh, SPG, which is a REIT. So you get some dividends off of both of those. Anthem, which is A-N-T-M. Uh, Eli Lilly, which is L-L-Y. And then uh, the that fifth one that's actually going to be San Francisco based, but uh, they definitely have a presence here in Indy is going to be Salesforce, which is C-R-M. So looking at these, these companies here, uh, I definitely see... Uh, some some room for growth on uh, quite a few of them. You know the the Cummins play. Uh, they they certainly have a presence at the track this weekend. They have uh, been looking to build more uh, electric motors that uh, companies can or fleets can buy and put their electric motors into their high power or their heavy duty trucks. And uh, currently with a uh, PE of about fifteen point one, uh, quarterly dividend of about two point eight. And uh, it does have a little bit of upside here. 
at uh, currently about 10.7% uh, upside for an average price target of $230. Uh, I do think this one is going to uh, going to fare well. They they have done uh, you know some of the best motors that uh, have been in big rig trucks and uh, you know different equipment, and uh, I definitely think that they will go ahead and get uh, an electric motor that's going to fit all these fleets' needs uh, going forward. So ultimately, I, I do think that is a a strong industrial pick uh, for this kind of new cycle of of heavy duty equipment. And uh, one that I, I think should uh, should fare well going forward. Uh, and then number two was going to be Simon Property Group. And uh, this REIT is uh, going to be one that's going to pay you out dividends uh, by owning the different mall properties and, uh, you know, different land that they own. They're able to pay out those those high yields. This one uh, currently yields about 5.64%. Uh, currently, the beta is a one, so not any riskier than uh, the, the typical market. PE on this one is currently a 16, but we do look at that free cash flow on, on REITs. Um, and I'm going to pull up the analyst research here. This one currently has a, a pretty healthy upside of 34.6%. Let's flip over to the insider activity, a bunch of options. And then we had some, some decent purchases uh, back in the end of March uh, from some directors in the company. So definitely uh, some, some insider buying going on. Also, I think they think it might be a little cheap as well. Uh, so that one is Simon Property Group. That will be number two on the list here. And then if we flip over to Anthem, Anthem is going to be number three. The ticker would be A-N-T-M. And that one is in the, the health insurance space, similar to United Health. Uh, it's a Blue Cross Blue Shield, I believe. Currently, it is trading at a 20 times multiple, uh, a quarterly dividend of 1%. And uh, it is a, on the bit higher on the price per share. So if you need to do the fractional shares, the Webull link in the description would uh, would be great to buy this one. It is currently at $521 a share. Uh, analyst research is saying we've got about 10% of upside here. Uh, I do think that the, uh, the insurance companies are going to fare well through any type of recession as people are still going to need to uh, purchase their insurance or their uh, employers will often purchase this insurance as well. Uh, it does have some some good buy ratings on it. It is one that I think, like I said, is, is going to fare well through whatever the economy throws at it. Uh, so that is Anthem. And then we're going to go on to what is number four. Let's flip back over. We've got Eli Lilly. Definitely a big presence here in Indy, uh, LLY. And uh, this one is uh, another pharmaceutical play. Very low beta at a 0.6. Uh, that PE is trending a bit high at a 46.5. Uh, pretty good uh, earnings per share at $6.74. or $6 Quarterly dividend of 1.25%. And uh, yeah, they're good pipeline of drugs. And they are engaged in discovery, development, manufacturing, marketing, and sales of their pharmaceutical products around the world. Uh, they've got uh, different diabetes drugs. They've got oncology products, uh, immunology products. So they're pretty wide uh, swath of what they are doing in that pharmaceutical place. Uh, and then on the analyst research side, what do we got here? We've got uh, 
uh, currently they are expecting a downside on uh, the uh, the price target of 0.3%. So it might be a little bit hot right now. Let's check where the chart is. Okay, this, this is probably why we are at a yearly high. Uh, as we've kind of talked about on the show here, you have seen a lot of these pharmaceutical plays, utilities, energy kind of running hot, and uh, a lot of people looking for these safer picks. Uh, so, you know, like I said, the insurance, the health insurance plays people are going to buy, pharmaceutical people still need to buy as well. So that's not one of those discretionary plays that has traded off or is going to be super risky. Uh, that's probably also pulling this PE higher at a 46 times. Uh, start of the year price tag was at, uh, eh, that's a fifth of year, about $260. We got down to a trough of about 240 and currently we are at $324. Uh, so we've had about a $80 run in the matter of about three months. Like I said, going to pull that PE higher. going to, uh, pull some of these analyst numbers, uh, you know, pretty much we were pretty much priced in as to what they had on their 12 month, uh, price targets. So that one might not have as much uh, upside. Uh, a lot of people are flocking to it for what I'm going to shoot to say is safety and uh, just trying to get out of some of those discretionary plays. So sometimes that makes it a little tough to go ahead and uh, and purchase, but uh, it could certainly be one that you would, uh, would want to add to a portfolio for a little bit of safety and, uh, you know, limited downside, I'll say right now. And then we will flip over to that uh, that out, outlier of the group, which is going to be Salesforce. Yes, they do have an office here, but uh, ultimately they are based in California. So Salesforce is going to be that uh, that company that's going to, um, you know, basically have your your customer management tools, and uh, ultimately it's going to be a software IT company. And they have uh, the customer relationship management. And they have their, their customer 360 platform, uh, delivers a source which connects customer data across systems, applications, and devices to help companies sell, service, market, and conduct commerce from anywhere. Uh, so it's available on cloud, mobile, social, analytics. They do all of that, and they keep uh, the companies involved with what's going on with their customers. Uh, so currently, we are trading at about $165. This one does have the highest percent of upside in this uh this week's investing challenge uh currently at about a 57 percent of upside for a average price target of about 260 currently we are trading at 165 uh, i am in this one i have uh definitely ridden the wave in this one as well um it definitely has been a good company when it got brought into the dow it definitely had a very strong run up and uh, currently we are getting pulled down with a lot of the tech sell off. But uh, it is one that if you buy the Dow is going to be in there. And uh, I do think that it is going to be a, a definitely a strong contender for that. The earnings have been doing doing pretty well. It's a very nice staircase uh, on that uh, that revenue path and, uh, and one that I definitely think has a, a lot more room to grow. And I believe it is owned by or Microsoft has some sort of uh, investment into Salesforce. So this one uh, definitely has the most amount of upside. You're not going to get a, uh, a dividend. You are going to be paying that higher PE uh, at a 108 uh, price to earnings. So it is profitable. It is does have a bit higher of a beta at a 1.6 versus that uh, 
S&P average of about a one. So, you know, currently, though, it is at that bottom end of that 52-week range. Uh, 154 was the low. Currently, like I said, trading at 165. But uh, back in November, we were at 311 on this one. So I definitely think this is going to be one that once it turns, uh, you do have a lot of room to run in this one. And uh, for that reason, I, I do think it is a strong contender. I will continue to own my shares. Uh, and I think that is the only one on this list that I actually own at the moment uh, directly. So uh, again, we've got uh, Cummins, CMI. We've got Simon Property Group, SPG, Anthem, uh, Healthcare, ANTM, uh, Eli Lilly, LLY, and Salesforce, which is going to be ticker CRM. So go ahead over there to the Let It Grow Investing page on Facebook and get your votes in to see what we will ultimately be purchasing for week 23. And uh, with that being said, that's about all I got for you guys today. Probably a little bit of a shorter episode here, but uh, thank you for tuning in. I will be back home uh, probably about the time that you guys are hearing this. And uh, I'll also try to post up my uh, Indy 500 NFT so you guys can check that out. That is the uh, the NFT that I fought to get this uh, this past week through my newly uh, acquired MetaMask account and going to autograph.io. Uh, so I got that one for free for going to the track. It came with the, uh, the purchase of the ticket, but uh, I will try to get that posted up on the group so you can guys so you guys can check out what uh, what it is and basically um, kind of what that space looks like. So maybe a little bit of an intro to what they are and uh, what you can do with those. But uh, that's what I got for you guys today. Uh, please make sure to like, subscribe, and share, and I will uh, catch you guys in the next one. Take care. Thank you for stopping by here on Let It Grow Investing. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and share to build a community of like-minded investors. If you do have questions for me or for the group, you can find us over there on Let It Grow Investing Podcast on Facebook. This is not professional financial advice. I am not a professional financial advisor. Please make sure to do all your own research before investing in any security. I do have links in the description to help get you started on E-Trade, Webull, Crypto.com, and Binance. And a friendly reminder that a goal without a plan is just a dream. So go ahead and build your plan, uh, design your portfolio, and stick to it. Thanks for stopping by. I will catch you guys in the next one.